Welcome to the Black and Green Podcast. It's your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., the founder of Black and Green, we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love. This podcast features a refreshing lineup of guests, from entrepreneurs and artisans to holistic lifestylists and clean beauty experts, and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. Join me as we learn from the best of the best. Welcome back to the Black and Green Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking with Rachel Ziegler from Naked Chemistry Skin Care. Can you please introduce yourself and tell us about your wonderful brand? Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for having me. My name is Rachel Ziegler. And as you mentioned, I'm the founder of Naked Chemistry Skincare, which is vegan and sustainable skincare created by a licensed cosmetologist. Um, the focus is really on ingrown hairs. I noticed that there was a lack of vegan skincare on the market that was created to prevent heal and alleviate ingrown hairs. So that's where I stepped in and I began formulating to care for our skin um, using natural and vegan ingredients uh, specifically. Awesome. So you said vegan ingredients. Are you a vegan? I'm vegetarian. I'm not oh. vegan, but <laughs> I'm plant-based. You sound like me. I said, I'm pescatarian. I can't go vegan yet. I know, or probably not ever. I know why I should, but I'm just not doing it. Yeah. And I think that that's okay. I think, um, you know, I, I don't have a desire to become vegan. I think I love cheese and I think that balance and moderation is important in diet. So, yeah. um, I'm not a vegan by diet, but I think vegan skincare helps and, you know, everything that we put in our body and on our body matters. And if I can get the cleanest mm-hmm. of the best skincare, then that's one less thing I have to worry about, you know? Yeah. Tell me why do you think vegan skincare matters? Like what is special about vegan? What are you looking to avoid? Oh my goodness. Um, anything that's unnecessary, mm. anything that you don't need. Like why are we putting all these million chemicals and preservatives and fragrance and dyes and why is that needed? I, I don't mm-hmm. think that's needed to have better skin. Um, also, I love that we're like a sustainable brand because there's a lot of um, microplastics that are going around, right? Mm-hmm. So we already deal with so much plastic from the food that it's kept in, from the cups we use. Um, so when you put your skincare in plastic, those plastics leach into your skincare. And now you're putting that plastic literally on your face. Because when you keep your skincare in plastic, it leaches into it. So we use glass bottles for that reason. So that we, we're, you know, so I'm, I'm very conscious about everything that we're taking in and everything that we're doing. So when it comes to our skincare, I want us to have one less worry, one less concern, one less thing that we have to be like, you know, weary about. Absolutely. Absolutely. You said when you were introducing yourself by a licensed, I believe, what'd you say? Licensed? Cosmetologist. Yeah. Are you, are you a licensed cosmetologist? I am. Yes. So tell me that story. Why and how? Oh my goodness. Um, so I went to uh, undergrad, right? So I went to HBCU. I got yes. my, right? Uh, Johnson C. Smith in Charlotte, North Carolina, HBCU Pride. Um, so I went and I received my bachelor's in communication arts, 
got that out the way, you know, did the traditional route that my parents wanted me to take. (laughs) (laughs) I got my first nine to five and I hated it. I hated the environment. I hated the um, shuck and jiving, the the culture. Not Uh, the shuck and jiving. Lord have mercy, the shuck and jiving. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't, it wasn't fit for me. Did they ask you to straighten your hair? Because my nine to five did. Oh, girl. I did. I was a natural back then too. So I remember I had a, um, and I, and this is in Charlotte, North Carolina. I had a coworker of mine. She got in the elevator and she saw my hair because I didn't have it straight. And she's like, Hmm, can't sit behind you in a meeting. I won't be able to see. (laughs) (laughs) Not, Not in the elevator at work. I mean, I honestly felt like I was such a distraction in the workplace because I would come in there with my pink lipstick, my bright lipsticks. I would come in there fitted, girl. Like my outfits would be popping, my hair would be stopping, like, and it would just be such a distraction. I felt like I just was not made for the corporate environment because mm-hmm. I just had too much pizzazz. I had too much sauce. Like, so you know, so a year. Yeah, I've water on your sauce, okay? <laughs> so about a year after working, um, you know, in the corporate environment, I and and getting you know fired. Um, I realized that this was not the step that I wanted to take for the rest of my life. Okay. I think it was about twenty. How long is pause? Thank you for having the the strength, the audacity to say fired. A lot of people wouldn't say that. They won't own it. They'll say, oh, I decided to leave. They won't say I actually was fired. I, I, I want to thank you for being vulnerable. You know what? I wouldn't say what it was, was that it was a contract, right? So my mm-hmm. contract was not renewed. So mm-hmm. was I technically fired? No, but they did not keep me. So yes and no. But then yes. I went on, but, but, but to be honest, in all transparency, I went on to find another role as a junior business analyst, and then I was fired from that role. So I think after that, I realized that maybe this just is not the direction for me, right? No, I just want to stop and think about that for a minute, that sometimes the things that we think we're supposed to do, we aren't supposed to do them. And so we're going to get fired from them because God's trying to let us know, like, uh-uh, sweetie, that's not for you. You need to be in a different direction. I'm going to make you listen because you're not listening to me. The shucking and jiving. I tried to let you know <laughs> with the shucking and jiving, but you don't listen to that. So maybe I have to fire you to make you do what you need to do. You got to be redirected, right? So mm-hmm. once that was happening in my career, and obviously I went to school, I got this degree, and I'm trying to do this corporate thing. It wasn't a good fit for me. So the next year, I think I graduated in 2013. I worked all 2014, and then 2015, I enrolled at beauty school. And the oh, rest of history, yeah. I love it. So tell me about the the girl in you who has this degree. I'm going to beauty school. Was that a fight with your family? How did you feel? Did you feel strong in your decision? Just talk me through that process. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my parents are traditional Black parents. So they're like, what? You're going to beauty school after you just obtained a degree? Like, you have a bachelor's and you want to go to beauty school? Yeah, they looked at me a little bit crazy. And um, I think some people did look at me a little bit crazy, but for me, I knew that I was following a dream of my own because ever since I was younger, I've loved makeup. I loved beauty. I loved hair. I loved making other people feel good. So Mm -hmm. it kind of was like an easy decision for me in my heart, but obviously um, I wanted to make my parents happy. And still to this day, you know, I 
we we all want to make our parents happy. So Mm -hmm. it was a little bit of an inner conflict because I I can hear my parents saying, well, you have a degree. You should be living at this standard. And Mm -hmm. I went back to school and I was waiting tables while, you know, because like I we had like 11 hour days. It was like 9 a.m. to Mm -hmm. 8 p.m. for beauty school, three days a week. Okay, so. Yeah. So you do that for a year in order to obtain your, your cosmetology license. So I did that and I had to wait tables in the meantime. So it was a big ego type of thing. And like I said, I have this degree and all my friends are living a certain life. It's been a lot of sacrifice, you know, because I've chosen to go back to school and to restart a career versus just doing something that, you know, I was supposed to quote unquote do. So it was a really interesting time. Um, But I always say, like, when I was in beauty school, I dreamed of doing the things that I do now, like working on sets. And I've worked for Pattern and Tracy Ellis Ross styling hair and doing all these wonderful things. I'm located in L.A. So everything that I envisioned and dreamed of when I was in in Carolina, I'm working with Pattern. I'm working with these amazing brands. I'm working on set. I'm doing everything that I dreamed of plus more by creating a skincare line that is sustainable and effective and it makes a difference. So it all came full circle. It's coming full circle, you know, as time goes by. Oh my gosh. I just want to talk more about making your parents happy and kind of choosing to go in a different direction. That's more leading with your heart versus just making your parents happy. How do you find strength to do that? Because a lot of us don't have it. And we will chase our parents' happiness and be miserable. Oh, man. I mean, I think still I'm I'm 32 and I'm still like learning to settle into my own way. You know what I mean? Um, You know, I think it's an ongoing battle. And I think that it's something that you just have to decide like this is my life I don't want to be full filled with regrets because I'm trying to make someone else happy I mean at this point my I think my family knows me that I'm gonna do what I want so we have just you know they they, my parents are like they're like we're afraid to tell you something like we know how you're gonna get and I'm just like well don't be afraid but I'm still gonna do what I want to do you know I want to hear your feedback but it's okay for me to tell you no and it's okay for me to still be in my path you know um but it just takes time it takes confidence and trust me I, I question it every day if I made the right decision but um for the most part I'm I'm happy that I'm living a life that's authentic to me and I'm living a life that's true to me. And I think that that's more important than having what you're supposed to have or mm-hmm. having these accolades that people want you to have. It's, it's about how you're living and if you feel like you're successful in your purpose and what you're doing. So like I said, it's an ongoing battle, but at this point, my parents know that I'm going to do it my way. And, you know, I would love to make you guys happy, but that's not, what I came here for, you know, you guys delivered me here because I have my own purpose. I had my own, everything was already here. You guys are supposed to just keep me well so I can get out here and do it. So, you know, I go back and forth with it, but I I realize at the end of the day, you have to make success your own and you get your own determination of what is success to you. So absolutely. And you made success your own by launching your brand. So tell us about your brand. Yeah, thank you. I'm, you know, I started Naked Chemistry during the pandemic, as most of us, when we had to shift in the house. But for me, as a licensed cosmetologist, I was doing waxing and that was closed down. I was doing makeup, that was closed down. I was doing hair. 
that was closed down. So I literally had no choice during the pandemic because everything in the beauty industry was closed. So I literally had no choice but to pivot. What was I going to do? Stay in the house and cry for however long this was going to last? You know, so I really had no choice. But honestly, for me, I've, I've noticed that there was an issue with ingrown hairs. And I go back to my phone and I see my notes. And I'm over here always thinking of how I can you know, create something and what can I, what can I do to help with, you know? So I always had ingrown hairs. Like I had it in my notes from like 2019 when I was waxing. So this is something that I already knew was an issue. Now I didn't act on it because I was so busy. Like I said, I live in LA. So in LA, you're going to have different hustles, you know, you're going to be working. So I was working three jobs. So I wasn't thinking about creating anything because I was just living in LA taking the opportunities that came, being grateful, you know, hustle, hustle, hustle. So when everything stopped, I was left with nothing. And I was left with like, wow, I see that my career can be taken from me. You know, I see that if they choose to shut down the beauty industry, what am I going to do? You know, and obviously I have other um, degrees and things that I could um, land back with and go back with. So I'm thankful that I was able to pivot. But during the pandemic, I noticed I was out of work and I began to, I ordered a book on how to formulate cosmetics. And that was in April, 2020. I got my um, LLC and November 1st, 2020, we launched, we launched with three products. I sent them out to family and friends. I got them tested to make sure that they're all, you know, um, the pH was balanced and all these things and just got feedback and, you know, and then I launched November 2020 after, you know, having the idea. I prayed on the name. I asked God to, you know, lead me and guide me. And I tell me about the name because I love the name. You know what? It's so funny, right? You're going to laugh because, you know, when you start a business, you're always like, okay, what do I need to name it? What do I need to think about? And this was like, you know, the early pandemic days, right? So I'm like sleeping a lot and just like, you know, so I was actually sleeping, right? And I woke up and I had the name in my mind. I don't know how I had it, but I was sleeping naked. I was naked sleeping, right? And I'm like, wow, <laughs> I am the naked chemist, right? That's what I wanted it to be. I would, you know, I'm like, I'm the naked chemist because I'm formulating this myself. I came up with this recipe myself, looked up the naked chemist, somebody took it. So I was like, I can't do the naked chemist. Then I'm like, hmm, naked chemistry, Looked that up, that was available. So there you go, Naked Chemistry, right? And I like that it's a vegan product, so it doesn't have any chemicals. It can be used for your bikini area, for those naked places. It can be used for your face. It can be used for your underarm. It's for your naked, sensitive places. So, you know, God gave me the name. You know, I, you know, so I, I say that all the time. I'm like, I was the chemist. I designed this, I created it, and I was sleeping naked. So there you go. Yes, look at God when he comes through. We're going to stop for a moment for meditation. Now we will pause for a moment of meditation with Dr. Crystal Jones. So wherever you are right now, just take a moment to be. Be in your awareness. Be in your truth. Be in your wholeness. Allow yourself to show up as light, dark, and every shade of gray in between. Feeling your presence, experiencing your truth. Finding your breath. 
And instead of directing her, listen to her. Ask her where she wants to spend more time and spend more time there. Ask her where she's stuck and go into the experience of why. Be in this breath, be in this movement, and continue to cultivate this experience through the rest of your day. Honoring that your truth and whatever you show up as is always enough. You are perfection and excellence personified. Anything that tells you that you're anything else no longer serves you. Now that we're back on our meditation, what's your big dream for your brand? What's your next step? Where are you going? Oh my goodness. You know, the next step is funding. That, that, I mean, as a black woman, as a black business owner, I'm bootstrapping this business. I am running in circles, working my butt off to provide these products every month, to create the labels, to create everything. I am self-funded. So in order for Naked Chemistry to grow, we're definitely seeking funding. Um, I just did like a pitch competition. Um, so I'm pitching for, you know, $10,000. So I was able to be in a competition with um, six other black and brown businesses. So we had to, um, you know, perfect our pitch and we we're pitching to investors, kind of like a shark take type mm-hmm. of thing. So um, that's kind of the season that we're in. It's, I feel like as a black business owner, we're always looking for funding. We're always the less funded. We're also, we're always the last person to get anything. So, um, you know, I really want to grow this brand and I know that I can't grow it by myself, which I'm totally doing now. And it's only so far that I can go. So I'm looking forward to getting some funding and some investments and being able to really grow and create like the next Glossier or create the next Lush skincare, you know, for yeah. black women. So, you know, we're searching for funding. We're looking for investors. We're looking to grow. That's why we joined Black and Green. We want more, you know, conscious people who care about good skincare to learn about us. So we're all about growth and development and you know, moving towards a more sustainable and a more effective skincare world, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. And oftentimes, the reason why I started Black and Green was Black brands are always looking for funding. And it just hit me, okay, if they can't go to the bank and get it, if they can't win these these VCs, if they don't have this big capital, I could purchase their products. And there's like a small step that us choosing to support their products and buy their products is investing in them and it's providing them the funding they need to grow. So that's the way I like to look at it is that each of us is an investor. So every product you buy is an investment. Let's be thoughtful about that. I love that. And that's, that's exactly what we need to do. And it's, you know, it's important to focus on people like you, people who have your interests, your best interests at hand. So, yeah. you know, it, it's 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 a very interesting. Some days I'm like, why did I choose to do this? Like, why did I just? <laughs> Whose idea was this? <laughs> right? Honestly, you know. So, you know, but it, it's it's a labor of love, and I know that I'm creating something that's going to be substantial for my future, my my grandchildren's future. So I just have to, you know, keep keep in the good fight, you know, and stay encouraged and stay motivated and keep it going yeah. because I believe in what I'm doing and what I'm doing is important. And, and, you know, vegan skincare is important and what we put in our body is important. Absolutely. So, Yes, it is. Well, tell us about the products you have on Black and Green. Tell us all about them. 
Okay, so Black and Green has our best-selling hydrator available, which I love our hydrator because it's so multifunctional. It's great for men. It's great for women. It's great for transgender. It's great for everybody, right? Because I feel like everybody needs a vegan hydrator. Um, Not only can you use it after shaving or after hair removal, you can use it as a daily moisturizer. You can use it on your face. Um, You know, that's what I use. You know, I keep it simple. It's made with aloe vera. It's made with vegan hyaluric acid. It's made with um, turmeric, so it helps to brighten over time. It's made with rosehip oil, which helps to heal your skin if you have any irritation or if you have any dark spots. So the hydrator is just a multifunctional product that can be used from head to toe. Um, I keep a blend in my bag if I get any crust, any ash, any irritation. If you have a bug bite, you can use it. I mean, it's just it has tea tree in there. So if you have acne prone skin, it will help calm your skin and fight bacteria. So the hydrator is just such a great product. I feel like everyone needs it. Like you just need a jar in your in your house because if you get an insect bite, you can use it. If you have an acne breakout, you can use it. So it's kind of just like a holy grail of vegan skincare mm-hmm. that you can use that's going to be constantly hydrating your skin, soothing your skin, brightening your skin. And as people of color, those are our issues. We have drier skin. We mm-hmm. deal with ingrown hairs because our hair is tighter. Our skin is drier because we're from Africa. So we, we automatically have that drier skin, that um, eczema prone skin. So we're always needing soothing. We need something to calm the skin. We need something to hydrate the skin. Like I said, we're using jojoba oil which is a natural sebum, basically. It's like the closest oil to the skin, the oil that we produce naturally. Mm-hmm. So if that's in there, the aloe, the hyaluric acid is going to bring in the moisture from around you and keep your skin hydrated. So I just think that it's just such a multifaceted product. And like I said, your man's going to like it. He can use it on his beard. He, you know, you can use it. Everyone can use it. Your kids can use it when they're ashy. It's just a multifunctional product, which I really love because it's so much beauty waste and why do we need 13 products? It's like, no, I want one product that I can use in 13 different places. I think I that, that is the sustainability of naked chemistry. And that is the future of skincare. It's like, let's not make things so complicated. We want a one-stop shop. You know, we want um, just something that is easy, something that makes sense, something that's not going to dry our skin out, something that's not Mm going to irritate our skin, something that doesn't have preservatives and dyes and fragrance and all these other icky things that don't bring any value to us. So that is what we offer. There's no water in our hydrator, which is unheard of. A lot of people put water in their products to water them down, but ours is fully concentrated, based with aloe gel, you know, so... Mm It just makes a difference. And once you start using it, it's like, you're going to be like, I need my naked chemistry, you know? So where is it? (laughs) Right. Literally people be like, how do I get this out the bottle? My bottle's running out. I need to get the rest. I'm like, okay. You know? So it it is a staple product that once you start using it, you're going to be like, how how did I live without the hydrator? You know? That's amazing. Well, I'm glad we have the hydrator on black and green. I am loving it. (laughs) Because I try every single product. I don't know if this is good marketing, but whatever, or good business practices. But every single thing that's on Black and Green, I try. I like. I love. If I don't love it, if we don't carry it, sorry. <laughs> I think that makes sense. I just think like, and even for me as a, you know, um, as a naked chemist, I don't, I will not make something that I don't love, you know, and especially as a licensed cosmetologist. So I'm very thoughtful in the things that I create and the reasons I create these things. 
Because if it's something that I'm not going to use personally, I'm not going to bring it to the world, you know? So I'm very picky. I don't believe in having, you know, 13 products. It's like, I don't think we need that many. I think we need to keep Mm -hmm. it simple, just have the essential stuff, you know, for the future. Like I hope to create like a deodorant for, you know, everybody healthy deodorant, because that's something that I struggle with. It's like, my, I have sensitive skin. I have sensitive underarm. Mm-hmm. So if I use the wrong thing, I'm itching. My armpits ain't work. You know. So I. So that's oh, you know, yes. genderless, right? So I want genderless, healthy deodorant for yes. men and women. So I, I have some some future things that I want, and I want it to all be sustainable. I want it all to be vegan because that's what's important to me. So Absolutely. we have a bright future ahead of us here, and. I'm excited to get some more things over to black and green so you guys can try them. And, you know, I want to formulate more, you know, I want to, I want to do more, but it, you know, it just takes time to be able to get exactly what your vision is, but I'm getting closer every day. So. Yeah. And we want you to take time. Don't move fast. Don't rush it and chip and skip a step. You know, you need, we want you to take time. So that's the beauty of us. We don't need you to create a new product every week to keep it going. No, you create it at the speed that works for you and make sure it's, make sure it's wonderful. That's it. That's, I think that's important, you know, um, quality and, and putting out something that I'm passionate about and something that I stand by. Like I said, as a licensed cosmetologist, I think that I have that, you know, I have that eye. I'm not just out Mm -hmm. here willy nilly. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm very strategic. I'm very, you know, I attended um, Aveda, which is like a plant, um, you know, healing school. Yeah. So I'm in the Aveda lane. I'm in the, um, Aesop lane, you know, so that's kind of where we're headed and I'm excited. I'm so excited to have black and green featured. I mean, to have neck chemistry featured in black and green. We're so excited to get out to you guys. And I'm just excited for the opportunity. Thank you for creating the platform and the place for us to, you know, sell our businesses and to be ourselves and to, you know, put value into our own community. So this is amazing. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being a part of our family. My last question is tell me about your self-care routine. Wow. You know what? I am miss self-care. I think, you know, all my friends will tell you that I, um, I'm single. I don't have any kids. So I focus a lot on self-care. It's something that's important to me because I've learned a long time ago that, you know, Um, taking care of yourself isn't vanity. Beauty isn't vanity because when you look good, you feel good. When your hair is done or when your skin looks good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you project that onto other people. So self-care isn't vanity. It isn't, it isn't like, Oh, I'm being conceited. It's like, no, I'm investing in myself. So as a single woman, I'm always investing in myself. I sleep in, I take naps, I'm doing 20 steps, skincare routines once a week, whenever I'm steaming my face, I'm deep conditioning my hair. I'm all about investing in myself. That is, like I said, I am the self-care queen. I'm always making time to make sure I'm treating myself extra good, you know, because I know mm-hmm. the value in that. And when I give back to myself and when I pour into my cup, I'm able to be a better sister, a better friend, a better daughter, a better boss, a better founder, you know? So mm-hmm. it all starts with me. Like I love good baths. I love going to the spa. Um, I'm a cosmetologist by trade. So when I'm not selling skincare I'm doing hair so I'm like I'm getting massages I'm going to the spa I'm getting facials I'm doing everything I'm big on the self-care I try to meditate every single day um just so I can keep you know some some silence and some zen within myself um I love yoga 
I love Pilates. I'm a Pilates girl. Um, so I'm self care is my lifestyle. I am self care. You know, like I said, oh, ooh, I love that. That's so I, beautiful. I am self care. I am self care as a black mm-hmm. woman. I know what we come from. I know what we hold, and you know, I I try to encourage all my mother friends to make that time. Hey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not selfish for you to take five minutes to clear your mind, you know, and they look at me like, girl, you ain't got three kids looking for you. I'm like, I know, but you still have to pour into your own cup, because if you have nothing for yourself, then you you have nothing for everyone around you. So I'm totally, you know, I, I support therapy. I support journaling. I support meditating. I support going out and sitting in the sun and getting some vitamin D. So I'm all about the holistic approach to having the best life that you can. Like I said, I live in LA. It's hectic. There's always something going on. So it's really important that I focus on centering myself and by centering myself, I'm able to give more to those around me. So self-care is my life. So it's everything to me. It's my lifeline. And I'm lucky and I understand that. And I just try to make this a value. So before I start a family, I already know how to fit my self-care and my needs Mm. into what I'm looking for. So I'm very Mm. strategic about that. Oh, gosh, I love that. I think we should all embody being self-care. Because if we don't take care of ourselves, no one else is going to do it. We are our responsibility. We are our responsibility. We are. And like I said, I mean, and, and it shows people and it shows your children too. Like this is mommy taking a minute for herself. Mm-hmm. It's okay to take a minute for myself and to show your children that you can, you know, you don't have to be everything to everybody. So yeah. I, I try to encourage, you know, everyone to just take some time for themselves, whether that's journaling or, you know, anything like that. You know, it's so funny. I try to get my boyfriend to meditate and he's just like looking at me like you're crazy. <laughs> I'm like, just take a minute, lay in bed before you get on Instagram and you start sc- scrolling or TikTok. It's like, take a minute, send me your thoughts. I try to do that and just be intentional all the time because it's important. So that's, that's, that's the, the, the things that are important to me is me being my best and my, my wellness. So. Mm-hmm. I know meditation can be hard for me because my brain is always moving a million miles a minute. So a really good strategy I learned in yoga is give yourself a meditation thought, a question you're trying to answer. How can I live my best life? And so while you're meditating, you just keep thinking, okay, how can I live my best life? What are, what are things I can do for me? It's like you just start thinking down that path and that stops your brain from thinking about all kinds of random things and think about one thing that has shown to be helpful for me because I can be meditating and planning out my day. So. <laughs> Trust me, I know that that's the thing. When you have that brain like that, you need an hour of meditation. That's what they yes. say. You can't meditate yes. for 10 minutes, try an hour because you need to settle all the way down. But I love uh-huh. to take that and do like a meditative question. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I try to do like when I wake up in the morning, I just try to like thank God for everything. Like, oh my God, mm-hmm. thank you for this bed. Thank you for waking up. Thank you for this. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So thank you too. You could do a thank you meditation too. Mm-hmm. And just a oh, gratitude, nice. you know, like thank you for this for being able to see, for being able to breathe. Thank you for this bed. Thank you for this vision. Thank you for this day, you know, before you get out of bed and just start, you know, but Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I should probably be meditating for an hour, honestly, with as much stuff that's on my plate. But listen, I, I just, I'm happy with what I can. If it's five minutes I can dedicate to a practice, 
then that's what I can give. And that's mm-hmm. what I try to be grateful for and, and just try to give myself grace. And that's another thing I try to, you know, give yourself grace, give mm-hmm. people around you grace. But if you can't give yourself grace, you ain't giving nobody else grace either. So I think it, it really starts with you. So you set the tone. So you give yourself grace and, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you'll be able to better treat people when you treat yourself well. Absolutely. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for being a part of the Black Event family. This is one of my favorite podcasts I've done today. So thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much, Kristen. And I hope you have a wonderful week. And once again, thank you for the work that you're doing. We need you. And and we're all just so happy to be an artisan. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Black and Green podcast. Did you have more questions for our special guest? Please leave your questions in the comment section. Also, check us out at blkgrn.com. Please subscribe and comment. We love hearing from you. Until next time, buy black and live green.